Shalom and welcome. <laughs> this is the weekly recap, the podcast. Nick and Alex are here today. Yes, just just Nick and I back. Uh-huh. Which uh, I will say, I love this so much more than when people are here because I get the tall stool and I don't have to like <laughs> lean towards the mic. And I, I I feel like I don't ever get close enough when it's. When I'm sitting on one of those short stools. Why are those even a thing? Why are those stools even a thing, Nick? Because they worked well with the table that I had when I was growing up in college and after college. So You've been this tall for like... Yeah, but the table was shorter. We're not sitting at a full-size bar back then. We were sitting at a table. So it worked, okay? Is that like... Is that regulation chair height? I, maybe. I it, don't am know. I just... It, is it just... <laughs> It just seems so, it seems short, like, even for, like, normal chairs, you know? I would be interested to see if it's just, like, because there's no back. To, yeah, like, like I yeah. see it next to this bar and these stools. Okay, so, so what we're discussing here, we shorter. have, so I have a full height bar. Mom and Dad, st- they haven't, it's like, I don't Dad think Dad saw them when he was here and didn't even say anything. He was yeah. just like... Why do you have these short ass stools over here? Oh, he didn't. He didn't even notice. <laughs> he didn't even, he like, didn't even notice the his stools that I stole like a year, a year ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. So I think they just forgot about them, which is fine. So yeah, we have two short stools and two normal size stools for the normal size bar in my basement. Which hopefully at some point they'll get normal size like three normal sized ones. <laughs> so I mean, they're they're not we, that expensive. I could probably get like a four pack of the ones that you get at like DG. For uh, like eighty bucks or yeah, something, right, so. right? You just go to like Costco or something. Like I know they're selling stools out there for cheap as hell. So <laughs> I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to keep mentioning that so Nick gets them, so I don't have to sit at a fucking short ass stool and lean towards the mic. But it's anyway, not like they're. Comfortable, I feel like it just it seems more natural podcast like to be up here to be right on the microphone. Yeah, like yeah. I've been listening to. I started listening to How Stuff Works from, uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Stuff You Should Know, which is uh, in affiliation with iHeartRadio, and I think I think it's called How Stuff Works. Um, and they are always, like, talking directly into the mic, which I feel like sometimes we don't always do. <laughs> So I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to be better about that. Cause it's, <laughs> you know, it's better for continuity and editing. I'm sure. Cause you don't have to like turn it up. Could you, do you do that? Is that a thing? I generally don't mess with the volume. I just compress the shit out of it. Okay. So, and when you compress stuff, it's just taking the lows and the highs and making them the same volume. Yeah. So it makes it passable. Um, I really don't do all that much editing because I like the way that our raw like energy comes through. Mm-hmm. So I like when you get loud and then soft and then like we're intensely talking about something and then you hear like somebody outburst in the background or stuff like yeah, that. So like her I feel like whining for like 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like there's a lot that sounds too overproduced out there. Yeah. Like not even just music but like podcasts and everything, right? Yeah. Everything gets to the point where you're like, Oh, I need to tweak. It. Oh, just a little, and uh, 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 you know, like, and so most people who even has the time, but, well, I mean, I mean, these, people get paid to do it. But. Right. And, and at the same time, some of these podcasts do every two weeks, every month, whatever, or they, they like, like shows like serial, for example, right? She has to be 
very well produced, right? Yeah, because it's, a, it's telling it's, the story. Yeah, like that's how. Yeah, that's, we're I just mean, sitting here bullshitting. It's yeah. not. It's not that important for us to have like no cuts or no breaks. You know, yeah. like, I like the fact that we just run right. for an hour music, or plus, yeah. and we don't need to fade in music or out music. I mean, like if we advertise or whatever, we could we could do that easily, yeah. where we could throw in like a spot in the middle. If yeah, anybody, feel free. If anyone out there wants to give us a spawn, um, we we do tend to get give anywhere. Us a spawn. Give us a spawn, like a child, like a, <laughs> like a child, or like, or like the the superhero spawn. Um, no, that's or, that's way before your time. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, that was or, like an early '90s movie. Or I guess like <laughs> spawn in like Call of Duty or something. Yeah, respawn. Yeah, yeah, respawn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spawn the movie. Hold on, I'm I'm pulling it up. 1997. <laughs> yeah, I was three, the ripe old age of three. <laughs> Oh, this movie was so bad. Oh, it was so bad. John Leguizamo's in it. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. You don't know who John Leguizamo I, is? Probably if I saw him. Yeah, come on. He was in John Wick. Uh, I feel like that's a bad pick. It is. Of him. He was I, also, I think I know who you're... I think I know where you're He played at, Luigi in the Mario Brothers movie. I... Like that's that seems like a vague... That that's seems a like really, a fever dream. That's a really like, that bad doesn't seem like That doesn't seem like... God, what else was Something he that, that actually know? happened? <laughs> the Mario um, Brothers movie. He was in. Oh my God! Wait. Oh, did you see the? Nintendo he was in Romeo movie? and Juliet, the one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, again. All oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, that was like the. Wasn't that? Didn't Spielberg do that? And he Moulin Rouge. Like he was in Moulin Rouge. Okay. I don't know how big of a part, but <laughs> none of none of these are are movies oh, that I've either Ale- seen. Alex or, is showing or off or how how gay he is. No, by not knowing Moulin Rouge. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, clearly not gay enough, but I. No, I, I don't think. Oh, you know, so he. I would watch that. I don't know. There's like a lot of. I don't. I'm not a big movie person. So I it's like you. that. Like if someone is just in movies, like I don't. You know, whatever. So he does the voice of Sid from Ice Age, though. Oh, okay. So you you yeah. know his voice for sure. Right. Yeah. No, um, I I know who that person is, but um, no. Can we talk? <laughs> speaking of Mario Brothers, um, oh God. have you seen the the Nintendo tweet? I don't. It's not like it wasn't like Nintendo's like main account or something it was like some offshoot like nintendo Jap- and they're like japan or something yeah like, like happy pride month uh we celebrate all people here and they have mario and luigi kissing have you seen this <laughs> oh my god i like no. i was like i was like guys listen like i understand you guys are like trying to be like supportive of pride month but like that's incest like you'd know that right like they're literally <laughs> brothers I'm like, is this a, ju- it is this a verified like, account? Oh it's literally gosh. a verified account. Oh, I was going to say if it was like a spoof account. I no, that, no, but- no, no. There's a blue check mark. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Let me pull it up. Hold oh. on. I like it's, I'm somebody posted. Uh, I saw a gif of Sonic and Mario making out and it was like badly drawn cartoon, yeah, but sure. I don't know if that was a reference to that. I, I honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to find it. Oh, it, that's like, amazing. It honestly... Oh, it's so amazing. It, like, kind of fucked me up for, like, a hot sack. <laughs> While you're looking that up, I'm going to talk about the beer that we're drinking. Yeah, because there's a little bit of a story that goes along with it, so I feel like that'll give us a little bit of a launching off point for the beer portion of the podcast. Um, so this is D-Hop 17 from Equilibrium, um, bought in Pittsburgh. So that's a big deal. Uh, I don't know too much specifically about the brewery, but I know that I've had equilibrium before and every time I do it's excellent. So this is a double IPA. 
Um, it's hazy as hell. It looks very yellow in color. Um, yeah. It is 8.5%. Um, uh, canned on May 29th. So coming up on a month on it, which, I mean, I think sometimes, like we talked about beers being too green. Um, I feel like this one has a good amount of flavor and it's not like fallen off as far as I know. I, again, I haven't had it fresh, but for three weeks old to be able to get it in Pittsburgh at a distributor. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, thanks. Really big shout out to Shane and his crew at steel city beer wholesalers because they brought it here. Right. I don't know if it's going to be something they're going to do. They regularly. done brought it. <laughs> they done brought it. Um, also, I do want to say that tweet <laughs> was in fact, fake um it was a parody account and oh, okay. i feel like an idiot for believing that oh i just thought it was really funny well but or not funny more disturbing but it was really yeah. disturbing yeah. yeah you know that's fucked up it is yeah yeah we don't we don't condone, on the, on the we don't condone incest in the in no. the uh, homosexual community so <laughs> hey alex you want to make out oh god <laughs> can you oh that's so gross <laughs> all right on so your, anyway on your game of thrones shit back um, to yeah the beer um, what do you think of it? Uh, this is really good. Yeah. I like this a lot. I feel like it's, it's giving me kind of the same, uh, vibes, vibes, <laughs> vibes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> vibes. Um, as the beer from great notion, like it's like, I, it's, the JB. it's delicious and it's so, super juicy, but I like, I want something. I will say this is not nearly as close to that as the other one that they had. So they had another beer called Energy Equals. Um, the uh, it's uh, they released both of them at the same time, and Shane was able to get what like something like fifty some odd cases or whatever of each, and bring it to Pittsburgh. So you're going to see it all over the place for a couple of days here. Um, I know today actually. Uh, House had it for the beer club, so that's a cool, um, cool way to get out there. I mean, they're they're obviously uh, one of the clients of Steel City, so yeah. they get to um, right. Yeah, is they this, get to. Is, they're the their benefits. own thing. They're not through twelve percent, or did you say they are? I, I, they I, they are not, to my knowledge. Okay. Um, Sorry, I will I say, I don't story. quote me on that, but. They're, um, I they think they are, usually say that. Yeah, I would say like are, a 12% yeah. project beer. But no, these guys are independent. They're extremely good, though. I, I mean, I had them back in last year at the uh, Ace Hotel Juicy Brews for the first time, and both of those beers were phenomenal. I think, well, they, I, they, were, they, had, they were pouring out of cans, so they might have had like three or four different beers. But um, MC Squared is the normal release that they do every so often, every couple months or whatever. And, uh, this one is, so D hop 17 is not part of it, but, uh, energy equals is the other, like the beefed up or different version of MC squared. So E equals MC squared, right? Which is super clever to me. I think that it's great. Um, the, but the, the beers that I've had from them are all super juicy, super good. Um, I would say that the Energy Equals is a hell of a lot closer to the Great Notion beer that we had yeah. than this even is. Because okay. this is this has a little bit more bitterness to it mm -hmm. than 
Yeah, I, even after I said that, I took another sip and I was like, oh, yeah, it's not. I, I guess the first one, that was like my first sip of alcohol I've had today. So I think I probably got the wrong impression. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, this is very good. You said it was very expensive. But, you know, I mean, it was $24 for a four pack, this, uh, which is for, for something that you're bringing in from out of state. Yeah. Clearly cost, people you know, have to make their money. So. Right. So, I mean, it's obviously like if, if you got it at the brewery, it was probably 17, 18 bucks. Right. Right. So <clears throat> I'm okay with spending an extra dollar a can so that everybody can make their money and bring in good beer. Right. I think that Shane is very transparent about. Not yeah, being the actually, cheapest. I mean, when you break it down, it's like six dollars for a beer, which you yeah. know is what you're paying at a brewery, but it's not like just down the street. For yeah, but you don't have to drive to New York to get it. It's here. Right. They're out of um, Middletown, which I guess is New York City, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, it just I'm says it on the can it's somewhere so. <laughs> around there. But um, but yeah, these guys have been at a couple of Juicy Brews fests. They've been. Yeah, I think it's in the middle. Oh, is it mm-hmm. in the middle of town? Okay. So, and the town being New York City. Oh. Yeah. All right. I wouldn't really consider it a town. It's probably more of a city. Right? It's it not- doesn't... <laughs> it's not midtown. No. Right? <laughs> it's Middletown? It says Middletown. I don't think that... I, like... <laughs> yeah, but, like... That's too close. Uh, let me... Let me... I have to. I have to look this up. I guess we're just going to be googling. Stuff Going to the Google. Anyway, um, so we went out to Liberty Beer on Saturday afternoon after stopping at Dancing Gnome to see our friends, because Beyond Infinity is one of my favorite releases from them. Uh, so in this portion of the podcast, we're going to call this segment "Cans We Bought." And so I got. Oh, it's not really that close to. Oh, it's not New, New York? York City. It looks like it's probably about like. Well, an then an hour away, forty minutes away. Oh well, fuck me, right? Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, uh let's see let's get some some rections right now <laughs> gross <laughs> disgusting at the end of the driveway make a left um where is it where i don't it know go? so yeah so we went to dancing and we got uh beyond infinity cans and i got dad a four pack of paper scissors for father's day Great Father's Day gift, by the way. 11% beers. Get him fucked up. He deserves it. You're an asshole. Remember that. We all did. (laughs) Um, And then we went over to Liberty Beer and ran into a bunch of people who were at Dancing Gnome uh, standing in line for... None of that surprises me. The Equilibrium release. So, uh, But Shane and Mary were there, um, friends of the podcast, right? So cool to see those guys. We are going to have them on again sometime in the next couple of months um shane seemed very receptive of it i don't think that he was just placating me i think he was actually interested and uh he's doing some crazy stuff with social media i'll be honest like the man is a presence um you only have twitter so it's kind of tough to like see what all he does yeah but he's got a podcast yeah i feel like instagram not having instagram has helped me um, but I am missing a lot. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, I've been, yeah, whatever. Anyway, continue. Sorry. So, uh, well, the, the, the point of that statement is follow him on social media. I think it's a good time. Honestly, he, um, he's always posting videos about what's going on with the business. 
he's doing a lot to uh, promote his brand. And I mean, it's, it's, it's all the same kind of content. Don't get me wrong. Like he's not doing anything earth shatteringly different, but he's always repping his guys. He's always, you know, taking pictures of the trucks that they have, bringing beer in. He's got, usually he does like a walk around to the cooler with a video going, you know, like that kind of thing. It's pretty awesome. Um, so Shane, it's so funny to me. And like, I don't know if he still listens to this podcast or not. And I hope this isn't meant to be like shady at all, but I, it's, it's just crazy that he, like, I hope this has helped him open up. Cause he doesn't seem like someone who likes to be in front of people, but I guess like that, the whole social media thing, like it, it still puts a wall up between you and people. Like you don't have to interact with everyone. Yeah. Plus but, like if, if you're behind, he's, it's still behind the scenes. Cause you're not like going to these beer festivals and like talking to people. Like, I mean, he's, they've been doing these, um, these releases for, for friends and, um, people like in the industry, I guess that want to show up, which is, you know, but it's all people like he's familiar with and like, no, so right. it's not like, yeah, I guess he's not really like just inviting the gen pop to, to be there and just yeah, that's berate not. his business or whatever. Right. But, Cause no, cause one, like I feel like people would grab a hold of that and like take it to a, a level that is just unsustainable for them. Yeah. And uh, what's cool about their secret stash is not only are they bringing rare stuff to an event where not everybody gets to go, right? It's that elitist kind of, not, not elitist, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's very, um, uh, what's the word? Exclusive. Exclusive. That's it. <laughs> Good God. Um, <laughs> so it's very exclusive, but it's also very inclusive of the industry. Right, so he he's very. I think it was a I think it was a good idea, and I it I wish more people would. I don't know how many people they actually invite, but I feel like he must invite like a good bit of people. But they give away a free beer every yeah. time. I got right? a free glass and a free beer. Like yeah, insane. super cool. Um, and and like the event's super low key. Like you don't have to go there and hang out for hours. You stop in. You no, know, yeah, you want to buy I've, a beer. We've, we've spent maybe like. 45 minutes there at like most. Yeah. The last so few. you don't you, like, like, but he runs it for a couple hours on a Friday night, usually or Thursday night, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like super chill. Cause, cause it's like away from all the craziness of Lawrenceville. Yeah. It's like in the back. Like there's, there's like a ton of parking back there. You can just like park on the street. No one gives a shit. Right. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's super cool. So if you ever get the invite from steel city to go on, to go to their secret stash, take them up on it. Cause yeah, it's, it's a good very time. cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think Nick has, that, Nick's not even talking from experience. No, I'm just I'm talking from, yeah, from Alex's, uh, <laughs> it is really vicar- cool. it's, living it's vicariously through Alex. It's a, it, it's a lot of fun. I've been twice and I will definitely go back to whenever, whenever Hopefully they have I'm them again. One day, whenever they, <laughs> whenever they're doing it. But yeah. It sucks that I, my, my schedule is either seven or eight o'clock is when I'm done. So there's, um, but, the, but they bring in a lot of good beer. They get, they give you a chance to buy stuff before it's on shelves. Mm-hmm. And like, he, he really does appreciate the business, you know, like it's, it's one of those things where you don't see Vicine doing that. Like, uh, Vicini is the other major distributor, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're barely on social media. And right. I mean, the, the guy that runs it, um, I think it's Bill or Bob or something like, you know, something generic. Um, but they're, uh, I mean, he's a little bit older at the same time. I mean, he's probably not on the pulse of the, the beer culture, but, um, I do want to bring this up and I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this or not, but, 
uh, somebody on social media, and I'm just like I just follow a bunch of people on Twitter. So yeah, uh, somebody on social media was like, I overheard a sales rep basically say, "Oh, if you sell more Sam Adams, you'll get better beer from our distributor." Like, they're obviously pushing a certain product mm-hmm. to to be able to sell like the better stuff, and the better stuff in that scenario was Pizza Boy. Okay, who bailed on steel city yeah for another distributor in town right so i don't think that that's the right way to sell beer is to say oh well if you sold more sam adams we would get you more pizza boy you know like that kind of thing that's shady as fuck i don't understand how that even works well so they they represent both because you can only yeah because you can only but you can only sell so much it's like well, I guess they're are they assuming that if you had more of this like more exclusive brewery that more people would show up? Do you know what I'm saying? Like if like so you I only think have the, like the, if if they got Pizza Boy, that would be that would be like conflicting with the Sam Adams that they're trying to sell. Well, you know no, so, uh, but but the thing is, like, you would you, so I, I assume, and I don't know how the the actual beer distributor industry works. Um, and I'm not claiming to know, but I assume that what they mean by that is, oh, well, if you ran some like Sam Adams specials or moved more product from Sam Adams, then maybe we would get you some more of this pizza boy, like that kind of thing. So it's kind of this like, oh, give and take, which I mean, happens in sales all the time. Is anyway. this a, right? Yeah. Right? So I, it's, I not just, say, like, it's, it's not just, it's not just beer. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I, I work in sales. I understand the give and get of, oh, what benefits me benefits you type of thing. But at the same time, that to me seems really like just a dig at the way that the industry is going, right? Because nobody's going to sit there and hawk Sam Adams when you have a great stout on tap or something like that. Like we're like, because like the bartender is not going to go, you should definitely drink this Boston lager. If if somebody goes, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't really know what I want. What do you suggest? Boston lager. What do you suggest, Boston? Lo- like they're not going to sit there and hawk that just to sell an extra keg of Pizza Boys Triple IPA sure. or whatever, like that kind of thing. So, yeah, I get that you make more money on the more expensive beers, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're probably harder to get. They're probably more expensive for you to buy, so you're maybe not making that much of a better margin on it. So, right. I, again, it's it's not bashing anyone in particular because I don't know who represents these breweries but at the same time somebody tweeted that out who is a representative of one of these bars and I'm assuming I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly it might have been Piper's right and Piper's does a lot of fucking business right and they do a lot of fucking business year round open to close seven days a week yeah that just so yeah it's it's, that's hard I, I don't know how I mean, clearly they're both able to sustain business. Yeah. And city. I mean, these, so these bars enough, aren't going you know, anywhere and the, right. the distributors aren't going anywhere. Right. So it, it doesn't it like, it seems like an, it seems like a petty thing more than anything. It's like, you guys can clearly coexist. Why not just let it, let it go, you know? But yeah, I, well, we that don't, wasn't I don't like know a, anything no, That wasn't like a business. back and forth between, between distributors. That was some bartender saying that about right but i'm saying you would think they would only be doing that to try to undermine the other 
player, right? Unless, because I'm sure they, do they both supply or they only, yeah, yeah, they both supply to that bar. So clearly if they're trying to sell more of one, they're trying to undermine the sales of something else. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're basically trying to drive out the, the smaller of the two, right? but the other, uh, so uh, to piggyback off of that conversation and kind of move in a different direction. Yeah. um, The amount of sales that craft beer does is still so marginally small compared to the big players, right? Um, I saw a statistic this week, and again, this is just social media, Nick, just busting out, um, that craft beer is still only like 3% of the industry, which makes sense, I guess. But at the same time, for how many craft breweries are out there and how many are doing well, that seems like a ridiculously low number. Yeah, that and it might I, just be. I'm I'm kind of skeptical of that. And yeah, and it might have just been the the article that I was reading that was skewed. But three yeah. percent of sales are craft beer. I can't. Uh, is it? Is it that out of a hundred percent? I'm saying yeah. like that's yeah. So I know. Got, like, is that is that possible? It could is be it possible. I would it's imagine, that yeah, low? because people are still buying. Iron City, or well, not Iron. Uh, let's not say Iron City. Let's say Bud Light or Miller Light or yeah. Coors, in droves, right? Right. And I mean, these people down at tailgates aren't drinking fucking all day, you know, like we are. Right. But we're also a microcosm of a microcosm. Yeah. Of people who are drinking beer, right? There's two of us sitting in a basement somewhere talking. Right. So. Yeah, and it, people are buying like Bud Light Lime and shit and Lime. Yeah, and, and Natterdays and you know like. Uh, Freaking Blue Moon and yeah, like oh, that yeah, kind of stuff is all. Yeah, oh, guess, Blue Moon's uh, a craft beer. No, it's the fuck know. not. It seems it seems <laughs> like it's kind of low. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know how you like track that. Well, it's sales. That's all. I mean, I understand like selling out of a brewery. You don't right, but how do you have all the sales? information from ever? Yeah, from everyone. I guess it's sample size, and then you're just assuming that it's kind of like that everywhere. Yeah, know? you would scale it up, I guess. But anyway, um, not not the point I was trying to make. The point there is. That if you're not supporting the local guy, you're supporting a millionaire's or a billionaire's wallet. You yeah. know, like the these guys are out there busting their ass making great beer. And regardless of who you're buying it from, you're still buying it. You know? So yeah. I, I, I do I, I really appreciate Shane and his crew bringing in all these new breweries over the past year or year and a half that they've been in business, you know? And it, their list is only growing, which is awesome. So it is really cool. to see that yeah. everywhere, like uh, Modern Times is on the shelf at Howes right now. Like that's not a they're a California brewery that yeah they're a little bit scaled up, but they're not they're not Stone. Yeah, they're not Dogfish Head. They're they're still that's cra- it's crazy that they're able to sh- ship that crap over uh, literally all the way across the, the country. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like even within this city, like even even though it might only be three percent, like I feel like that's gonna change at some point soon. Because even in this city, like people are growing at an incredible rate. Like how many breweries have expanded in the past, you know, 
I mean, there are three, four years. There are three or four locations started in, and expanded in that time frame. You know. Yeah, you're talking Grist House, uh, Strange Roots. They've only been open for five years, and there right? are, they bought a missile silo. Like <laughs> that's it's that's, ridiculous to say, but yeah, that's that's exactly seriously. It. Yeah, no, and, I mean, and Brew Gentleman now is expanding, and uh, even like Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker is a huge brewery. Yeah, they're making. Uh, I mean. They started out with like 50 barrels a year or something like that, and now they're up to like 5,000 or something. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, clearly. I don't know about 5,000. Clearly, like, the. Like, you know. It's grown tenfold in five years. That's insane. Yeah. You know? And I feel like the more they grow and the, the more you see them around town and the more people start putting them like in bars and stuff, like, that's when you get the, the people who drink Budweiser consistently. Yeah. Just like trying it or something right know? they're like oh I, I you know give me something different or you know whatever and yeah um it's like, a slow maybe, it's a slow like, move but you know yeah it, i mean it, it, you're not going to tip the needle in a night you and know? I, I feel like j- not even just like the beer industry like i feel like so many industries are going more towards like by local and support you know, local yeah support your neighbor, neighborhood this, like i was just reading this crazy article on Twitter today. It, ca- it doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about, but I thought it was funny. So, someone in Toronto, I guess, like, this entrepreneur, like, just opened up a Garfield-themed restaurant. Interesting. The first Garfield-themed restaurant ever. <laughs> and it's not just, like, branded. Like, they actually got, like, a licensing agreement from, oh, no way. like, the creator of Garfield. <laughs> And I guess it's like so they all, only sell like so lasagna like, in rolls. Like no, so, yeah. Well, yeah. So they have like pizza that's shaped like Garfield, and they have like lasagna. <laughs> it it like the the article was just it like so someone someone tweeted or someone quoted the article and was like or not not like took a quote like they they quoted a tweet about the article and they said this article is bonkers and I'm, I'm obsessed with like every single sentence in it and it just talks about this guy's like journey to like make this Garfield themed restaurant but I mean the the point that I'm trying to get across is like it's farm to table in like Toronto or something like oh, and it's geez. like it's like an uber for like food so like you can't actually eat there but you can like they like have it's it's like a it's like an all encompassed like Uber Eats, but like just for the Garfield restaurant. So they have like their own delivery service and stuff. Okay. Like that's, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, So I don't know, just like stuff like that. And like, you know, how, like there's farm, like isn't burgers basically farm to table. That's what they do. Right. Burgers brewing. I just like they, they use all their stuff's expensive, but I mean, it's farm to table. It's so so good though. Yeah. Their food is incredible. Um, they just opened their, their new location in Zealy. Um, Good for that. I don't know that we talked about that, but uh, I heard it was crazy because I was there Memorial Day weekend. That's right. Because uh, before I left, I wanted to get the um, hurry up and wait. And I had to hurry up and wait to not get it. Um, But (laughs) that's neither here nor there. Neil follows us on Instagram. So um, he's uh, their their head brewer. He's also a veteran. um, So thank you for your service. But yes, it's been a couple weeks. He since wanted Memorial to wait. Day, but. He wanted to wait to tap the beer until he got there, and he started at the Zillion Opal one. So I was there at like noon, and I wanted to have a beer, and I couldn't have it because the bartender was like, "Oh, we're not tapping it." Oh God! And I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Um, so like, the thing about that is, 
it was. I still had a great experience. I still had some really good beer while I was there. Um, I had the French fr- the, the rosemary. A little bit bummed that you couldn't. Get I was just a little bit bummed. That's all. It, it, it's really nothing. Um, Ashlyn was phenomenal. She is the uh, bar manager there. Um, and if she listens, because I did tell her about the podcast, because duh, why the fuck wouldn't I? And uh, <laughs> if she listens to this, please don't. Please, I hope you don't get in trouble. <laughs> Um, Alex is grabbing another beer. Um, oh, you can grab that one. That'd be all right. What? The, the power sour. Yeah. All right. So oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Moscow mule flavored. Let's, let's talk about sours. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's, let's do it. You know what? I, I, I want to start this conversation by saying I hated sours. Yeah. Hated them. Hated him. Nick, Nick never I, I once would have thought that I would ever drink one. I don't one. know what, what what actually changed your mind on that, but I will say I feel like I've Dancing been into them. them for a while, and I I'm at least a little bit a part of that change. Oh yeah, no, for I sure, buy them all the time. I would agree. Um, so yeah, we're gonna crack into the Power Sour Moscow Mule by Shoebrew. This one is a gift from Sean P. Uh, well, it wasn't a gift; I paid him for it, but. Um, of untapped fame. Of untapped fame. Uh, this Who is also needs to come on this podcast at some point. I don't give a shit a if goes, he has two kids. Shush, 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 shush. I'm reading. This is a goes with lime juice and ginger. Um, Sean said he really enjoyed this one. I'm not a big fan of ginger. Uh, so Neither am I, but... Yeah. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know. Uh, I, I do like a, a good Moscow mule, though. I will say Me that. Me too. I'm, so... Oh. Uh, but yeah, ginger beer. Ginger yeah. smells ginger beer. gross. Yeah, that's why there's a ginger. Oh beer. no, I understand yeah. that. I understand, yeah. and that's why like ginger ginger smells gross. So I don't really want to smell this. But oh, it does smell good though. It's got like a little sweetness to it. Um, and goes is a very salty style beer anyway. Yeah, just so, just totally clear. Well, yeah. I can't well, see I mean, through it, but it's, yeah, but it's it's not foggy. It it's looks not, like apple juice. Yeah, it looks. Like it's, it looks juice. like a cider or. Yeah. You know, a typical goes, right? And goes are generally... Yeah. I'm going to try this, and everyone can just wait for us to take a sip, so... Yeah. Good. Sorry we didn't ASMR that. Oh. See, I do get a very strong, like, taste of Moscow Mule without the, like, vodka kick, you know? Is it vodka? Yeah. That's exactly like if you did a if you did a boilermaker with a with a shot of vodka in this it'd be perfect. I can't say I'm really getting Moscow Mule. Really, I feel like the lime really sets it off. It. I mean, it's like if anything, I feel like well, maybe it'll take a couple sips, but. I actually really like this. It's good. This is really it's good. Very good. It's very like it's very tart. It is, but it's also really... But not like, overly tart, which, yeah. it, which can be It's a good issue. balance. Yeah. Um, and it's also very, like, effervescent. Like, it's it's very light. Yeah. And wow. bubbly. I'm impressed. All right, Shubaru. I see you up there. Um, All the way up there in Butler. One of the only ones that was open on Sunday. Right. Um, I So, the, what I want to talk about, like, are people getting over sours? Are we, like, past the past the point of... Like, the hype? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, are you past the point of the hype? Because so, I can't speak for anyone else. No, And clearly no, I'm people are not. still making them. I'm so. definitely not over it, honestly. I, I'm, um, like, kind of getting... I'm, like, did kind you see, of getting past that. Did, 
Did you see the the Grist House email today? I did. Like, I, I like the anticipation of like getting surprised with something, and then I saw the fruits, and I was like, oh, really? Yeah, I, I was excited. What is it? Mango guava. Yeah, but in a sour like. Yeah. Mango was underscore mango was one of the most sour ones of the whole. No, it wasn't. Oh no, which one was that? It? Was like the least sour one. Passion fruit was the most sour one. And then a couple. I feel like the berry ones. Double underscore be, quad berries coming back. I feel. Oh my god. Eek. See, like I, I, I feel like I've been saying this for a while. Like I, don't think I want to buy four packs of sours anymore unless we're like we're splitting it because i've i've gotten so many and i get like one and i drink it and then, and then i go into the fridge and i'm like i don't want another sour because i yeah. just think about all this sugar that's in it's it a, it's, it's, not a I'm like, and it's not that i'm like overly healthy but i'm like i don't want all that sugar. like it's just a lot yeah so like if i wasn't splitting it with someone like i i like i, I can't do it anymore Right, and the nice thing about it's, like, a I feel like a lot of people, is you can split yeah, it, right? right? Like, and that's what Sean and I usually do is we'll get two cans of each, yeah, for each of us, and occasionally I'll go with like a oh I need a four pack of that, like um, the up up down down from True Brew, uh, which is a great beer, um, or uh, what was the other one that I had? But not a sour. No, it's not. It's a, it's a pixelated IPA, right? These this series though, the the power sour has been really impressive to me. I think. Uh, just the couple that we've had. Yeah, I so I I will say like I'm not the biggest fan of Shubrew. You like really coming, like. Them. I feel like you, they're coming off. I think you really like them. I do, I, but like, I also I, like, a couple of the pixelated IPA. Uh, it's just I I don't have enough of them to really have like a fully formed opinion. See, and it's like how the hell else would I get them unless you get them from Sean? Right. And I mean, I'm not going out there to stand in line anymore, to be honest. It's just not going to happen. They did have a new one to Thursday, tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Tomorrow. Two days. Wednesday. Two days. So, from- yeah, on Thursday, they're going to have a new um, pixelated IPA. And the whole series has been very solid. I'll put it that way. Yeah. It's nothing stand out. Like you're not going to run to it like a uh, black clouds or uh, triple from dancing gnome or even like uh, hitchhikers hole punch series or anything like that. But yeah. they're all solid. Mm-hmm. They're all readily available. Yeah. And they're not that expensive. You're talking 18 to 20 bucks a four pack, depending on the style. If you feel like driving out there. True. True. That's yeah. That's I, I. It's good. Like, hey, I'm glad people up in Butler are able to get some good beer and have access to one of the better breweries but, around you know, here. In that's, my opinion, that's only going to be for us when we feel like making a day trip to Butler, which is a whole thing. It is. Then, like, someone has to drive, and it's like you know. Yeah, and you want to take home beers, which is, uh, I mean, Shoe Brew generally has take home beers which is great yeah um but they all they all fill uh they all fill growlers and all that good stuff but i think one of the one of the ties to shoebrew that i have personally is i know zach the owner um through working together previous to his opening the brewery and so i i don't know i wouldn't like call him a friend like i can't just like text him and be like hey zach i'm coming up man you should give me some free beers or something but when I see him there, he's friendly, he's nice, he's, he's got the community involved. Everybody there is really happy to be there. Genuinely nice people work there. 
they're yeah. The they're, food was really good. The food I liked the food a lot. The, the, they, the biscuits and the and the chorizo, chorizo. gravy, mm. Mm. phenomenal. They um they really put a lot of work into the food menu though too because it, he he wanted it to be a chef experience and not a cook experience. You know, like it wasn't just like oh we're gonna have bar food. He wanted it to be this experience where you went and you sat down and you had a decent meal that was maybe a little bit on the exp- a little bit on the the um, not expensive but I mean like the high end side yeah and but not feel like you're you're sitting at a, a five star restaurant where you need a you have tie to, to, yeah. to sit down like right so it's a it's, it's like a very cool place. casual dining right and I mean it's still bar casual food. upscale dining it's still it's it's kind of what Cinderlands does yeah, I, yeah. to a degree but I feel like Cinder- the vibe C- of Cinderlands is definitely fancier but yeah. like i show up hungover <laughs> at noon, air, yeah. like like i haven't sh- literally i've shown up and like haven't showered <laughs> and they don't care um it's funny yeah i yeah, it, yeah. but i like shoe brew because of the yeah. atmosphere i like the 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 shoe brewery um you've never been there i haven't um no. but that like would when you be, go for a release, yeah. they have a food truck, they have t- picnic tables, everybody's That's hanging cool. out sharing yeah. I would say, I would say maybe one more time we can drive up there for a release or something. I'll take a Friday off. And I'd, I'd like to, because I be, feel like you would enjoy would it. it. It's a fun time. They have eight taps in the little brewery. See, I, I like... Is it is it ever crazy? It was when, like, when they first were doing the Pixelated series. Like, Magic Mushroom was nuts. Um... Up, up, down, down was nuts. Like, there was a lot going on. But then they did, like, the King Shubu, and it was the Halloween party. And people are dressed up. They had a, um, a psychic. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was nuts. And, but they I mean. had, like, uh, they had Pittsburgh Po' Boy. Mm. And so we got there, and, like, people were sharing beers from Treehouse and Trillium. And, like, like all these guys who you see at all the other breweries we're there just sharing beers because it's on their private land. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about cops know, coming up and telling you. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about That's the Sharpsburg cool. police driving by and going, Hey, put that shit away. Like that kind of thing. But have they ever done that to you? No, but thing? apparently the rule is if you're on dancing gnome property, it's cool. As soon as you're on the street though, like no, the actual street. No, no, no. I mean like, on the sidewalk. Oh. Apparently, that's the law. If you're, like, in the driveway. If you're in the driveway, it. you're yeah. good. Well, yeah. I, that wasn't an issue when we were at the birthday party last no, year. No, God, so. no. Um, I feel like at that point, they're like, what are you, you know. Whatever. But, yeah, respect your respect your neighbors, right? Like, yes, that's and, the thing. Yeah, and and, and respect, Dancing Gnome is really good about that. Respect the local police officers as well. Because they're just trying to keep people safe. Generally. Right. But I'm not going to get into it. That's, that's for our political podcast on Thursdays. I mean... Uh, the the thing was the, the thing is too though, Shubrew does have a very specific set of rules for the shoe brewery. Yeah, where like the people across the street live there, right? right. It's it's residential, literally across the street from the brewery. So you don't park in their lawn, you don't you don't pull off to the side of the road near them, like that kind of thing. Like you just you leave that stuff alone. You I go there, like you respect you respect the brewery. Yeah, you respect the neighbors to the brewery. Period. Right. That, I mean that's the that's the same with dancing gnome when they open up like the back and everything. Like they. They seem to have a good grasp. There on are other what? businesses doing doing business, right? right? And they want to they want to embrace that. They don't want to push people away, right? I don't so. think I've I've never seen anything that I would consider like. I don't I don't think people do shady things. 
of these places, which is no. good. Yeah, I, think I don't think anyone's intentionally it. like someone might get too drunk and be an idiot about something, but like I think generally people are pretty good about like maintaining the status quo and everything. Yeah, and but, everybody has a good time, and nobody's there really to piss anybody off. Yeah, uh, um, I think the moral of this story that we just ended. I feel like heard happily when I talk like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the moral of this story is that uh, if you haven't been to Butler, they have some good ass food. They do, and some and some decent beer. Like, yeah. and there's like a bunch of places up there that are like fairly close to each other. So if you ever feel like uh, taking a trip up north and you're from, or if you're from maybe that you're area. from there, and if you've never tried these places. Butler Brew Works and uh, Shoe Brew, phenomenal food. Great Pretty people. decent beer. Great and people. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've had, we've always had a good experience up in Butler. I haven't had, yeah. Yeah, everybody's real nice. Of, yeah, um, absolutely. And, and most of the time, like, you can talk to people who work at these places about their beer, and they're very knowledgeable, for the most part. Yeah, I would say so. Um, like, the guy at Shoe Brew, when we were there, yeah, was really... Like, oh, here, try this, try this. You know, like, w- wanted us to, to experience more than just, like, what we came and ordered. So that, w- that was very cool. But um, to get into another brewery here, um, on Saturday, after we went to Liberty Beer, Sarah and I ventured out to Verona. Which is where? Just south of uh, Oakmont. Okay. So uh, if you go out 28, you know. Yes. You get off at, uh, like, uh, let's say, Cheswick. You go across the Holton Bridge, right? Is sure. that Cheswick there? That's... No, that's, not, that's too far out. Yeah, that's too far out. Um, what accent would it be? Harmer? I, I guess. It I has know. to be Harmer, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go out 28 a little ways. No, no, no. We got off in Blonox, is what it was. And we took um, Freeport Road up, oh, to, up to the Holton, Holton Bridge. Bridge. Okay. So... Yeah, so get off in Blonox, go up to Holton, take uh, Oakmont, you know, go across the bridge into Oakmont, and then go south on Allegheny River Boulevard, right? And eventually you run into a quaint little town called Verona, right? And uh, the brewery that we visited was Inner Groove. So they are inner a, I-N-N-E-R. Yes. Inner Groove, okay. Inner, like, like channeling your inner self, Okay. right? Yeah. Um, so they are on Riverview Road, um, which is literally like one stop sign off of the main road there, right? Um, really, really cool place. Definitely brand new, right? They're, they had nine, maybe ten beers on tap, though. So uh, they had a decent showing. And they, they, I guess they've been around for a little while brewing, but this is like their grand opening was last weekend. So... Uh, Sarah and I went, they, uh, they basically name everything after like music themed stuff. Right. So like the, they have a brown ale called my Verona. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my Um, goodness. Guys. Like, (laughs) but it's a really cool aesthetic. Um, there it's, it's very, uh, open. Is it tacky? No. No. no, no, I think it's still it's still very fresh and clean. Like it's not. Yeah, but so like we said, but it's down not like the table. they don't have like gaudy like decorations. No, they like don't have like Elton stuff. John uh, like his outfits on the wall or anything yeah. like that. It's not like a or it's, it's not like a hard rock cafe. Like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. not. That's good. Which is awesome to be honest. Like I I didn't want that. 
Right. Like, they're, that they're, just seems, it's just, it's like gimmicky. It's like, how do you, it's like, it's a, I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to be that cheesy out of the gate, yeah, right? But right. like, so we sat down at the table. They have the menu on the little clipboard, yeah. and the clipboard has what's your favorite driving music written mm. on it in Sharpie, right? And there's a Sharpie stuck to the clipboard, and so like you're supposed to write down like your favorite driving music. And of course, Sarah grabs it and writes like three or four different like metal bands and stuff, right? Uh, but there was already a bunch of stuff written on it, so I'm assuming like the staff went around and started it, like. But, um, so it was kind of a cool thing and they, uh, it's very loud in there. It was very like, uh, they don't have a lot of sound dampening on the walls yet. So it's, are they still like in construction or no, no, no? it was all fully functional. Um, it was, yeah, it was just like bare walls though. They, they have like did nothing you, on the oh, walls. Okay. So did you take any pictures? Um, I did, but they were mostly just for the story. I didn't actually like, um, save anything, save anything? Yeah. but there's, um, but yeah, so they have a, a, a decent sized bar in the begin in like the front half and then it goes back and there's tables and there's like high tables in, in the middle and then there's low tables around the outside. They have a little patio out back. It's maybe three or four tables. You can fit maybe 20 people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, the beer was decent. I thought, um, the first one we had was a double IPA cause I, you know, obviously Nick's going to reach for the double. Sure. Um, and I can't for the life of me remember the name of it right now. But again, they were all kind of uh, geared towards music, which I I fucking love, honestly. Any any puns that you can make about like song lyrics or whatever, I'm I'm down for. So the um Yeah, we had that and then I I got two ten ounce pours. So they do um they do split pours and like the the higher ABV stuff you can only get in a five or a ten size but the the middle size stuff you could get a 5 a 10 or a 16 and they weren't outrageous like the 10 ounce of the double was seven bucks um the 10 ounce of the ipas i think were four 450 so i spent you know 50 bucks because i got a t-shirt and whatever else but yeah i mean it was a cool t-shirt and i enjoy it so i'm gonna yeah. buy it I, yeah I have um, their merch was super cool though uh the the t-shirt that i got just says Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Oh uh, yeah, I just which saw is that. yeah. I'm looking at pictures. I'm I promise I'm on their Instagram. Yeah, but or yeah, that, this is on their website. But no. I'm assuming it's just linked to their Instagram. But yeah, so it it says it's got the Bowie line on the front, and then on the back it's just got a space helmet in the middle. It says Inner Groove, right? And that's their logo. So I wish they had more pictures of just the space. Um, it's literally just like I do like this glass though a lot. I like the space helmet. The space helmet's a very clean look. I like it a lot. It's really cool, yeah. Um, But yeah, you can tell that they're very um, like classic rock themed. Um, Yeah, I I would definitely recommend it. um, And if you're you're over that side of town, even if not. Oh, they are. Yeah. All right. They're open on Sundays. Um, What are they? They're Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, for a a brand new brewery. That's that's significant. Yeah, Yeah, that's ambitious for sure. I hope they do well though. Honestly, like I, I, I would, I want a little bit more out of the beers. But like they had a West Coast that was like Citra, IP just a standard IPA. It was like five and a half, six percent. Do they have food? They do not. But they did have a food truck out front. Bulldogs of all food trucks, right? <laughs> Bull- we love bulldogs. Yeah, I, I I fucking love bulldogs. Did you did you eat there then? No, we didn't. We actually had eaten Romulus at uh, Dancing Gnome earlier in the day. So that was. Uh, 
really good experience for, for a first time there, I think. Like I said, really loud inside, but it was, I mean, it's their opening day. Everybody was there. Everybody was checking it out. A lot of people talking, a lot of big groups, right? The beer line went quickly, even though there was a line. Like I, I got in line with maybe six or seven people in front of us. But like, as you're standing there, the people behind the bar are walking up to you in line and saying, hey, what can I get you? We'll ring you out up front type of thing. So they were moving through really quickly. and um, That's good. Yeah, everybody was really pleasant. I, they weren't real talkative because it was so busy. And right. I get that. That's fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they were moving through the crowd, right? Yeah. So they were not only dealing with the, what was it, like 15 maybe seats at the bar, but also everybody that was in line for beer. So you go up, you get your beer, you sit down. Like, it's all self-seating. And I don't know. I, I just really had a good experience with it. So Cool. Yeah, I can't wait to go. Definitely want to go back. Um, one of our friends from Twitter who we've never met in real life lives out that way. So maybe we'll meet him in real life at the brewery one day. Yeah, cool. Corey. Corey. Yeah, Corey, hit us up. Um, so uh, apparently they do live music there too. Um, probably like acoustic stuff or like like small acts. But I hope it's not all the normal ones because I was I was with Chris and uh, we went to Quantum down yeah. in Carnegie. Um, and one of the guys that used to play at the winery consistently was there. And I was like, God, is this the only music selection that they have in this goddamn city? Like, <laughs> Like no I mean, is else, he at least good? No one else sings. He's like, he's like fine. We also went to Apis. Oh my God. I have to tell someone this. Go for it. We went tell to the world. Well, so the, and there was this, so I guess starting at like nine or something like that, they had live music. I'm assuming it was like nine to 10 because they're up until like midnight, but no one's doing a two hour set. It's like, it's an acoustic set. Yeah. But there was this girl and this guy, Scott and something else. I can't remember her name. Um, I couldn't find any social media for them. So, Oh, because sad. it's like two names. I'm like, I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to find you. Like Dan and Shay. Basically. But like <laughs> much less popular. But oh, of course. This, like the, I, I, I really, I hope they were married because they were like the cutest people ever. Like, <laughs> And the girl, she was actually really, really good. She was doing, like, pop songs, but then she was also doing, like, she did, uh, like, some older st- stuff. Like, like Motown, Joplin. stuff like that. Oh, you know, okay. Like, right. whatever. I don't, I don't mean to immediately but, just go to Janis Joplin. There, no, no, but no. Like, no, but, like, they were, like, they were so, like, quirky, but not in, like, the bad, like, you guys are basic as fuck way. Like, it was, like, the most endearing thing ever, and I could not stop smiling, like watching them perform together. Like it's just the two of them with like an acoustic now, guitar. She had bells strapped to her shoe so she could like tap her foot to the beat. And like you could hear the bell. Like it was the cutest thing ever. And I hate live music. Yes, like, I've talked I was just about, about to say, says I the guy do who hates not live music. like live music. I don't, but them like just, I don't know. I finally like felt something at like this, this musical performance. Like, I, it was just, it was so, it was so much fun. Like I, <laughs> I could have sat there all night and watched them, honestly. Um, yeah. So shout out to Scott and it was, it was some sort of, uh, I don't even know her name anyway, but yeah, they were, they were playing at uh, Apis on Friday. So if anyone wants to look up their past schedule, and see who they are, <laughs> but they were like so cute. And I really hope they were, and they were both like so tiny and ugh. okay. Anyway. <laughs> they were just like a little, little they were little. little I wanted to put them people. in my pocket and, and take them home with me, but I couldn't do that. <laughs> my pockets aren't big enough. Um, 
yeah. Anyway, so uh, uh, Scott and Rosanna. Yes. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> it's on their Instagram. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott and Rosanna. I don't. I don't know if they have social media. They do. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to follow them I'm because sure Alex loved them. Honestly, like um, seriously, like it, it. It just made me happy. I don't know. It was like no one was like. Yes, they're adorable. No <laughs> one, like, no one was paying any attention to them. But I literally, like, was they making eye contact They played a three-hour set, 8 to 11. Holy <laughs> shit. I hope they took a break. I mean, me it didn't too. Se- I mean, it seemed like they weren't really, I mean, it, it's all acoustic stuff, so it's not like no one, no one's like, it's not like a, like, oh, I'm running around doing dance moves and shit, so I guess you could. If yeah, you, they're not like Usher. I guess, yeah, I like, guess you could, in theory, <laughs> do a three-hour set on just all acoustic stuff. I'm but, just messing with you. Yeah, super cool. Shout, uh, shout out to them for making me finally feel something while watching a live music performance. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to, like, down these and try this stout and wrap this shit up or what? Yeah, I'm down. Um, so we've, we've kind of been all over the place. We didn't really have a – we didn't really have a – a talk track. We don't normally. No, we really don't. Or ever. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I feel, feel like, like this, we, st- we, we, we covered a lot of yeah, good stuff. We did um, cover we, speaking we of, some good stuff. Speaking of music puns, this fucking stout is going to be amazing. Yeah. Just based on name alone. Yeah. Um, Nick lambasted me because he, he didn't think I understood the reference. All right, dad. <laughs> I saw, no. Oh my God. I saw, did you, okay. Did you see uh, how, um, what's, uh, John Stewart, like was at Congress and like was and like roasted right all those yeah people. yeah that I saw so, the, on Twitter they used that word and I was like what are you my dad I was like did dad start working for Twitter right that's the only time I've ever heard that word is when dad says yeah base it yeah correct so yeah that was uh, all right well down that rinse these glasses let's get it going okay so um, this one is a gift from Sean P of Untapped Fame uh, via his friend Nooch. And I love the nickname Nooch. I'll be real honest. Like um, neutral? No, like N-O-O-C-H. Like Nooch. Like like the Nooch. I don't know. I, that's all I can say. I, I have no idea. It doesn't have a reference to anything. Um, his name is Jim. So like it doesn't even have a reference to his name. So I, I don't know where the name came from because I know his last name based on his untapped profile. And <laughs> it's not anything remotely like nooch so i was listening to um stuff you should know today okay while i was folding my clothes and they do viewer or they do listener mail every week so that people send them letters uh it's apparently a very popular podcast which i can understand because they 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 have like the weirdest subjects what? Just speaking of viewer mail. Oh yeah, we have a review on iTunes that I that, that, <laughs> that we've never seen before. And oh my, I feel so bad because like we always used to say like oh if you if you comment on our our posts or anything like we'll read them on on air, and then we, we miss this one that's like literally like a glowing review of our podcast. <laughs> I'm still like I still am betting that it's someone we know. Like I, I, I it has to be. Has I have no be. idea. Like, All I know is it's it's posted by Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> is that Um, like a clue i have no idea i can't even i want to read it because it's phenomenal (laughs) i don't even even if it is from someone we know like someone took the time out of their day to type something on itunes for us right (laughs) but the funny thing is it's the, the the podcast that they quoted is the christmas podcast 
Is it really? 37. I looked it up. It's the Christmas one. <laughs> okay, that was a shit show. We were absolutely tanked. Oh, I, I don't think I could form a full sentence. <laughs> so, Orville Redenbacher, whoever you are, if you hear this, please let us know who you are. Yeah. Um, we're dying to know. I'm going to read this real quick, and then we'll get back to your, your, uh, your point here. Yeah. <laughs> Alex put it best when he so brilliantly stated, it's prime time for craft beer. It's very exciting. Podcast 37, minute 1834. Literally put the time in there. <laughs> Through this platform, lovers of the industry can listen and follow, or listen in as fellow craft beer enthusiasts sample the city's best offerings while engaging in interesting, lighthearted banter. Not only are these guys knowledgeable, but they are relatable and engaging. 10 out of 10 would crack open a couple of IPAs with these dudes. It's so sweet, and like, <laughs> I, really I really wish like it. I really wish it. I it ha- <laughs> like. There's no way in hell that is not someone we know. Like, uh, but no, who is who so is who has listened line, to all of them? The last line makes me think that it's somebody that we know, but d- like we don't hang out with. Like the the would crack open a couple of IPAs with these dudes means that they don't drink with us. So it's got to be somebody that we maybe like know through social media or something like that. I uh, please uh, honestly, if, if, you if are this person, if this person still listens to this podcast <laughs> and you're listening and it, you're listening to this point, please DM us yes. on whatever we will send you. you I, I will send on. you like, a breakfast, uh, Black Cloud's breakfast. Honestly, like um, we just no cost, know, no trade, thank, like, nothing. Thank you I will, for the glowing review. I will give you a Black Cloud's breakfast. What if it was if like Jake? Like I can see Jake being he, the one that would do that. No, honestly. he wouldn't. He's he's too much of a tool. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> That's too much effort for him. He can't even. He can't even. He can't even find the time to be on this podcast, let alone right. write so, a review. This is. Microphone Brewery out of Chicago. Um, sorry, Elk Grove Village, Illinois. Um, they are also a music-themed brewery. This beer is called Smells Like Bean Spirit. It is obviously a coffee-heavy stout. Sure. Um, it is a breakfast stout ale with Vermont maple syrup and tugboat coffee roasters, Sumatra... Mandeling coffee. Cool. It's, it's spelled M A N D H E L I N G. How do you say that? Mandeling Mandeling. I don't, I don't know, but this is a Man- mandeling mandeling. Probably. Yeah, I, I mean, you probably just like, Americanize it. Yeah. Um, mandeling. yeah. So this has been sitting out yeah. this entire time. So it's been about an hour. Cause Nick said, Apparently it's not good when it's cold, which I feel like most stouts are supposed to be consumed at like probably a good forty-five degrees. I would say closer to 50, 50, 52. 50. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Oh my god! It's we, so no. hard. It's hard. Like I have to be the one that drinks first because Nick doesn't know how to conceal his. Emotions. I can't. I'm sorry. Not with this. Um, we just had double stack. What two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And this might be better. That's very good. It it might That's be better good. than the double stack, though. I I, I got to say, double stack might have been the best, like maple. If anything, stout. like I'm I'm getting more. It kind of just tastes like dark chocolate. Like I don't think I I you can't don't get the really maple at all. Any of the maple? Are you serious? 
It smells like maple because it smells like pancakes. I just, I'm literally just drinking. Oh, I have a question pancakes. for you. I have a question for you. I have a question for you. This really has been all all over the place. That's if okay. we were still writing descriptions, this description would be very difficult to follow. But I'm uh, so waffles, pancakes, or French toast. Actually, waffles. rank them. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Um, in in ascending order. Ascending. So least favorite to most favorite. Correct. All good. Uh, obviously, like right. like no one. I don't think anyone yeah, is gonna I'm, say like they don't. They don't like breakfast food. Yeah, right? like, like nobody's gonna. Oh man, I can't fucking like, stand. Oh, no. you don't have. Oh, you're gonna give me this massive waffle. Right. No, I don't <laughs> want that. Okay. Um, very easy for me, but it's pancakes, French toast, waffles. Okay. Interesting. I wrote a song called Waffles in high school. You remember that? No. Oh, I'll play it for you later. All right. Oh God, it's so bad. Yeah, it's I don't want. So I don't want to hear it. It's so bad. Um, maybe I'll make that the outro song for the podcast oh, this week. You should. That'd it's so, so bad. Funny. Oh my God, can we just start putting all your original music? Sure. Have you done any Ember Sash song as any of our interests? I did do the um, the instrumental from our first album. Yeah, I don't know if we we've never talked about this on this podcast. Have we ever talked about your budding music career that was happening just before this podcast started and was probably the reason this podcast started? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely talked about why I got into the podcast game. Yeah. But but we haven't talked about no, we haven't talked about illustrious the fact that I'm, I'm music a, career. I'm a backup singer and bassist in a metal band in Pittsburgh. Um, as a matter of fact, there are a lot of <laughs> really creative people in the beer industry, though. <laughs> And a lot of them, not only in like art or like design, but also music. Um, Do you know any of them from like being a musician in Pittsburgh? Have no. You, no, no. Okay. That's that. So that's one thing that I fall short on is networking. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm but, horrible at it too. But I will say, um, Luke from uh, Blue Sparrow, right? Lovely person, fantastic individual. Um, he is basically. Like his band was on the verge of making it big, I guess, and they kind of fell off and like broke up. I, I don't know the whole story, but I know that he was on Warp Tour a couple of years. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, and now he has a very successful food truck in Pittsburgh. Food trucks, food trucks. Right. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The, well, the bus. Yeah, the bus and the van. Yeah, the bus the and van. The van. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Also, good for them. Um, uh, on the topic of food trucks, uh, are they married? No. Are they dating? No. They're not a thing. Yes, they are. They are a thing, but they're not like official in any way. Yeah, we, uh, you should ask Jess about it, to be honest. <laughs> okay. She'll give you the whole rundown. All right. She's like, uh, uh, base, uh, like uh, she told me the story the one time, and it was it's hilarious because it's fucking Jess, and she just like, she's just the most animated person. <laughs> and like, those two are just fantastic people. Yes. Um, anyway, so. This beer, let's uh, let's end on a high note here because this is like drinking a breakfast smoothie. Like I just I get all the maple. the The coffee is really well rounding it out. Like it's not too bitter. It's not too sweet. It's like just a really good balance. Um, extremely heavy on the maple flavor to me, which I guess I'm wrong about because you're just. No, I'm get, I'm definitely getting it now. No, it, it honestly, I feel like coffee sometimes when there's like another dominant flavor in these stouts, like 
adjunct it becomes more of like a lingering bitterness like you don't actually taste like doesn't actually it's not like taste a, oh, like yeah, you're like, drinking coffee it's not like if that's like the only thing sometimes i feel like i can get like that. yeah like if it was like like uh, dead sleep coffee but it, it's right? like dead sleep it's giving me very, like, like maple mm. out front and then like in the back it's more like chocolatey and then dark chocolate but that's probably where like that bitterness is coming from right is, is from you know obviously from the coffee because it's chocolate in there but it's like motor oil it's like 12 percent, and it is i'm sorry it's eight percent so it's a very light that I, that's stuff. that's what i like to see but i, I love that it's, to you microphone it doesn't hurt the I, body I, at I, all honestly i i will say i hate that name microphone it's too close to microphone, and I don't like it. I get it. I understand what you mean. I, I love this brewery, though. They they did Oreo Speedwagon yeah. with uh, Hitchhiker. That was dope, and they need to bring that back. They did. Microphone released it. Oh, okay. Not, well, not Hitchhiker. But um, uh, honestly, I but think Hitchhiker needs to take better notes about what they've released before and what they need to release again. I'm <laughs> Listen gonna need to, to us see and yeah, I'm gonna need to see some more speedwagon. <laughs> I'm gonna need to see some more of that Pop Tart. The fucking Pop Tart stout. Oh my Come god. On. Yes. Least, I, I'm, I'm gonna go I ugh, I will never stop talking about that beer. That shit was insane. Oh, so good. It tasted exactly like a s'mores Pop Tart. It was amazing. Seriously. Um so they do a beer fest every year called Smells Like a Beer Fest. <laughs> I feel like I've done that like f- three or four times this episode because <laughs> it's just. Been Did you just? Uh, what, what the hell was her name from Mad TV? Uh, uh, um, like Stuart's mom or you're whatever. Aging yourself, you know. Everybody knows Stuart though. Yeah, right. Look at me. Look what I can do. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So they do smells like a beer fest in April, maybe. And so they do a bunch of variants of this, which I really need now to get my hands on. But um, this beer is phenomenal. If you can track down any smells like bean spirit or variant or whatever. Very good. Very good. I would rate it a five. Yes. Honestly, um, this is going on my untapped as a five. Thank you, Sean P for the share. Thank you, Nooch for the mule. And, yeah, thank you to our listeners. Good. I feel like we had a very good set of beers tonight. Yeah, like yeah, I don't think we've really ha- yeah I don't think we've had beers that have been this solid consistently, which is good. I'm glad it was good. Me too. Me too. Anyway, yes. Um, uh, anyway, look for the look for this episode up in the next day or two. Um, I'm gonna try to have it up. Well, tonight. you can't because you, you'll be listening to this. Oh right, it actually yeah. Goes God up, damn it! I keep so, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We'll Stay have this up for in the next day or next two. week when yes. we do the all again. Yeah, um, we'll be up, we'll be back on Sunday, I think, I, or, or Saturday. We I don't have Saturday, any. I don't, do Do you have any plans this week? Um, so I know we were talking to. Do you work this weekend? No, I'm off Friday and Saturday. Wow, are you going to Ash's grad party? Yeah. Okay. Good. Dope. Yeah, that was the that was the plan for Saturday. Um, yeah. So. Listen to our listen to last week's episode to figure out what beers you should have at your graduation party. Number one, number two. Um, thank you guys so much again for letting us continue this and actually giving us listens because we're yeah. Um, we Chef had, Boy RD 
not Chef Pop, sorry, Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. Wait, um, I'm gonna if I ever comment on a podcast, I'm gonna be Chef Boyardee. <laughs> um, please, please, uh, please DM us. Yeah, seriously, We're I will. I will send you to now. I will send you a black clouds. It might be Austin. It could be awesome. If like, it's that's awesome, possible. If it's awesome, I'm gonna punch him in that's his stupid possible. face. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll be gone this week. So. That's true. Um. Anyway, well, I'll tell you when he's home, and then or when he's and then back I'll punch here him in the face. Move out, and then we've had we've face. had eleven five star reviews though. We are oh. five. We are five. Oh, I five. thought that was the only one. <laughs> no, no, no. We haven't. That's the only comment. <laughs> wow. Nobody okay. else comments, but it, we've had eleven five star reviews. So well, thank, thank you guys you for, for the listening. one person that felt the need to type all of that. And Which is like kind of make me think maybe it's not someone we know because if people know us like we're not great like I don't think no I don't we're super I would I would never do that to, for this <laughs> right I wouldn't do that for us honestly if if I really fell in love with the podcast I would definitely comment on it I did comment on um, drinking partners but that's just because those guys are hilarious yeah um, we are not no um but yeah so uh yeah we'll catch you guys next week I don't I don't really have any plans there's a few um, events coming up um. Yeah. Get your tickets to Fresh Fest. They're selling out. Yes. Um, they did ask for volunteers this week. If you want to volunteer, help out a great cause. They pay you in food and beer. And uh, what, what else more? do you fucking need? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what you pay to get when you go there. <laughs> All right. So, like- so we're going to put our glasses up here and uh, have a safe week. Everybody arrive alive. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.